Hello, everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast. This is Emily. I'm Kyle. And we are doing another partners episode. Last episode, you heard from Rachel and Fabian. And now, together, Kyle and I are going to review an anime movie. Cinema, if you will. (laughs) Well, it certainly was a movie, right? It was a film. That we watched. That exists. Yeah. We are reviewing Belle. So Belle is also known as the dragon and the freckled princess. And it is a 2021 anime movie. It's a science fiction fantasy film written and directed by Mamoru Hosoda and produced by Studio Chizu. The story is inspired by the 1756 French fairy tale Beauty and the Beast as well as the 1991 Disney animated movie. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're telling me that <laughs> this anime movie that's named Belle is basically Weeaboo Beauty and the Beast? It's Weeaboo Furry Beauty and the Beast? Well, I guess the original one's furry, but it's Weeaboo. Technically. technically. I-, I would say it's monster yes. fucking, which is not always furry, but so they do intertwine. It is Weeaboo Beauty and the Beast. Bell premiered on July 15th, 2021 at the 2021 Cannes Film Festival, where it was well received by critics. It actually got like a really long standing ovation. And to that I say, the critics aren't always right. It, it was, <laughs> it was okay. It was a little longer than it really needed to be. Like every movie fucking made nowadays. Yeah. I mean, every movie should be at least 25 minutes shorter than it actually is. I wouldn't say it's bad, but it is not anywhere near as good as people made this out to be. So we are going to get into the plot of the movie and there will be spoilers. If you do not want spoilers, just skip to the end where we give it the ratings and we close out the episode. So I'm going to start us off setting the scene. Please. Teenager Suzu Naito lives in the rural Kochi prefecture of Japan with a lost passion for singing and writing songs. Oh yeah, this is like a musical, sort of. There are songs being sung. I didn't know that going into the movie and it caught me really off guard. I didn't either. I mean, it is based on Beauty and the Beast. However, I would argue that, well, I don't know. Now the, the songs in both movies are not particularly great, but... Shut your fucking mouth. That's that's just my onion. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast, the Disney movie, inspired young Emily to be a monster fucker. I'm so glad for you. <laughs> anyway, back to Belle. When Suzu was young, she witnessed her mother rescue a child from a flooding river at the cost of her own life, and... This caused her to resent her mom for abandoning her for a stranger, and eventually she grew really distant from her father. She remains in contact with a group of older choir teachers who were her mom's best friends, but she's alienated from most of her classmates except for like a handful of people, one of them being her childhood friend and self-appointed protector, Shinobu. Um, And of course, she has a crush on Shinobu. And then also a popular girl named Ruka is interested in her not like that. (sighs) This would be a better movie with that. Oh my god. (laughs) Just in my opinion. There's also like this sporty classmate who is her friend and then her best friend who is also, of course, like a computer genius who knows everything and can 
just slam on a keyboard and she's in. Of course. That is Hiro. So there's basically a virtual metaverse, like it's effectively Second Life. It's called You. And her friend recommends that she sign into it. And she gets given a an avatar. You, you don't really get to choose them. They just kind of assign, <laughs> assigned avatar at birth. You are gay. Yeah. <laughs> like it scans you and is like, this is who you are on yeah, the inside. Exactly. You are a baby. <laughs> so she gets this beautiful pink haired avatar with freckles. Uh, and she names it Belle. And that's just the English translation of her name. She's when- looking like Ashley O. <laughs> yeah, truly. Yeah, she's a, that's basically what she is. She basically starts finding herself able to sing because her problem is that in real life, she cannot sing in front of other people. She has crippling anxiety and cannot do it. Hey, I get really, really bad stage fright too. I understand you, girl. But here she can do it. Uh, so with the help of her computer friend, she basically becomes uh, Second Life Hatsune Miku. And when she's singing, they're like, oh my god, who is this? Who is this? And she's like, I'm Belle. But people in the universe spell it B-E-L-L-E instead of B-E-L-L. Even though she did not say the extra E was in her name. Yep. It was assigned <laughs> to her. Assigned vowel at birth. During one of Belle's concerts, an infamously strong and basically he is the in-universe cryptid. He's called the dragon or the beast. He arrives and there is like a group of self-appointed cops in this universe. In they're, like, they're like the damn Avengers, but like <laughs> yeah. he looks the main, the, the head guy looks like if Gaston... And I mean, Gaston's already a fuckboy, but if Gaston was the most, like, blonde-haired, quaffed fuckboy on Earth. So, he shows up, and then the cops show up, and they're like, you are disturbing the peace. And the leader is like, I'm gonna find out who's behind the dragon, and I'm gonna dox him. And he's using a specialized program, mostly reserved for, like, the owners of this Second Life program. But he was anointed (laughs) cop of this universe. Assigned cop at birth. Yeah. I want you to make sure that you are sitting down for this. This man's name is Justin. (laughs) That's such a four kids translation. It, It really is some, like... It it really is some four kids bullshit. They're just like, they're like, yes, this anime world and this man, the leader of the cops, Justin. That does not strike fear into me. I don't want to listen to some man named Justin who looks like fucking All Might. So instead of being scared, Belle is actually pretty intrigued by the dragon and she wants to find out who he is, but not for the cops. (laughs) So she searches you for the dragon and is led to his hidden castle by a mysterious angel avatar. That's pretty cute. She meets the dragon and his five guardian AIs. So weird. Lumiere. (laughs) But a program. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So they meet and then all of a sudden they just grow very close. Imagine that. There's a lot of... um, 
relying on the source material and inspirations. We'll talk about this at the end when we just generally talk about the movie, but my god, the pacing in this was dog shit. It was crazy. (laughs) So suddenly they're very close. And then we flash to the real world, where Ruka confines to Suzu that she actually likes the sporty guy. And then with Suzu's help, they confess feelings for each other after a long, 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 embarrassing period. My man, Justin. Mr. Justin Almight. He captures and interrogates Belle because he's like, he's like, listen, I know you know where this furry fuck is and you're going to tell us. And if you don't, I'm going to tell the entire world who you are. Because you didn't use a VPN. Gasp. <laughs> I know your coordinates. V- VTuber face reveal. <laughs> oh my god, literally, because she's saying He's going to, this, this, she's basically uh, fucking, v- she's a VTuber. He's going to post her assassination coordinates. In the future. In the future. Everyone is a VTuber. <laughs> That's literally this, this damn movie. Basically, she's being interrogated. He's like, you better tell me. And then the dragon's AI friends uh, rescue her. But because they rescue her and, and take her away, he is able to find the dragon's castle and just basically fucking destroy it. All those pixels gone. I know. He put the TNT in the Minecraft world and just blew it up. The dragon got away before Belle could find him and and leave with him. Meanwhile, they work to find out the real identity of the dragon um, because she keeps noticing that he has these like fucked up scars on his back and the avatars are made based on like your inner feelings and like your inner psyche and personality. And she's like, I think this is a person that's, like, in need of some help. They end up finding a live video of some kid singing a song that only Belle and the dragon know, and they realize that that boy is the angel avatar and his older brother is the dragon, and they are, trigger warning, they are being physically and mentally abused by their father. And they literally see this, like, on video. It's pretty dark, honestly. Yeah, the dragon's name is Kay, and his anger and protectiveness over his brother Tomo is what gives the dragon his strength in you, the virtual world. At this point, I was like, so her childhood friend who she has a crush on isn't the beast. And that confused the fuck out of me. The whole, I mean, I will give it to them that red herring, like, you would think, it's it's gonna be the sporty boy. He it's gonna be one of the friends. That's the dragon. No, it's, it's just some, some random rando. fucking kid. They definitely went left when I thought it was gonna go right. And normally I can totally predict plots. This one had me scratching my fucking head. You know what? <laughs> Good on them for that. Well, you know what? No, we'll get into it. We after. will get into it after. <laughs> uh, can't wait to dunk on this movie. Yeah. <laughs> So Suzu contacts Kay to try to help, but Kay doesn't actually believe that she is Belle, and he just distrusts everyone offering help, since no help has actually ever materialized. The choir teachers, all of her friends, they all are like, Suzu, we know you're Belle. You should sing to gain his trust. So she puts on a mini concert in you where she starts off as Belle and then her avatar basically dissolves and it's just her. She self-doxes. 
Yeah, she <laughs> does she- a face reveal. So you just see her, Suzu the girl. And seeing this, Kay decides he is going to trust her and now believes that she is Belle and he tries to contact her again. Kay's father sees the video of his abuse posted online and then, like, cuts off the internet before Kay can tell Suzu his address. So very suspenseful. Yeah. After that, and this part is truly fucking wild and we will talk about this, using context clues of the video that they have literally computer enhanced i i mean truly they figure out that his hometown is in kanagawa near tokyo and so they call the cops but the cops are like well we can't do anything until after 48 hours have passed which does not make any sense that's That's like missing person that's fucking weird and so if you literally have proof on camera of child abuse. Well, this is in America. I guess we don't know Japanese laws. Yeah. But that part to me did not make any fucking sense. So Suze's just like, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to go there myself uh, and protect them. So she goes and finds them and she starts protecting them. And the dad is like, get out of the way. Let me let me abuse my kids in the middle of the road. And she's <laughs> like, no, I'm not going to let you. And he's like... Am I really going to hit this this girl? Am I going to go to jail for this? And he finally just fucking gives up. And so she goes home. And the next day, she has a nice warm greeting with her father at the station. She's finally kind of, you know, understanding what her mom did and opening herself back up. Shinobu praises her for her bravery, uh, and decides that she no no longer needs his protection. And so now they can date. Because he's like, no, I need to protect this girl. But now, she alright. Yeah, she finally gets it. She finally understands why her mom did what she did. And how she's come to terms with her mom's death. And she's gonna live now. Now let's talk about his whack-ass movie. Yeah, so it was pretty whack. In my opinion, how can you have a Beauty and the Beast movie and then Beauty and the Beast do not end up together? Exactly. What was the fucking point? It did not make one fucking ounce of sense the way that the story, like the midway point to the end, I was literally scratching my head going, what the fuck? Yeah. So this movie is... Two hours long. Two hours. I don't know if it even really needed to be an hour and a half. It drags in some parts, and then in some parts, it goes so fast. The pacing is dog shit. So in my opinion, they needed to spend more time on the developing relationship between the dragon and Belle. However, they cut it so goddamn short because she doesn't end up with him. It's not supposed to be romantic, but like... Everything in the first half of the movie is pointing to that. So it just didn't make any fucking sense. I also understand the fact that, like, the point is that she is supposed to understand what it's like to do something and make a sacrifice for a complete stranger. And that implies that she cannot possibly know a lot about this person. However, the fact that they are in a virtual world allows them to get to know each other without having to know 
intimate details about these people and they're still fairly anonymous to each other so it doesn't quite make sense and also he's like the fuck away from me and then like 10 minutes later they're like singing together singing together (laughs) it is fucking insane it is broadway musical level horseshit when it comes to this I like Broadway musicals. <laughs> I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying it is it is ridiculous. It doesn't make sense. Here's the thing. If this wasn't supposed to be Beauty and the Beast, if this was its own thing, sure. You know what? Sure. Maybe I wouldn't have such an issue with it. But because it's leaning so heavily into Beauty and the Beast to get you to watch it, because Beauty and the Beast is a known property, I just feel let down. It's confusing. It's beautiful to look at, but the plot of this was very reminiscent of Summer Wars. Yeah. It, and it, not Beauty and the Beast. I mean, okay, so two two things. One, yes, if, if this had not been based on Beauty and the Beast, it probably would have been better because then they would have had to have actually plotted shit out instead of just relying on the fact that, hey... These motherfuckers know what Beauty and the Beast is. Yeah, they know what Beauty and the Beast is. We don't have to go into detail explaining the relationship between the castle and the bees and shit like that. It was leaning way too heavily on things that were just, that we are just supposed to know based on knowing about Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, and like, I will give the movie credit. It looks good. Like, the movie looks good. The character designs are, are look, look, looking good. The, like, you know, the animation is pretty good. And that lies in the fact that a lot of this takes place in a virtual world where they do not have to be confined to relatively normal-looking people. They can be little freaks, you know? They can Mm -hmm. be a little dragon furry man. But she is just, like, some VTuber-looking motherfucker. She's literally, like, yeah, she's, like, a pink-haired fucking Hatsune Miku. And other people are literally, like, animals. Or clouds, or babies. And to, it it to didn't be, make any sense. To be fair, yeah, you can't choose your avatar. It's decided for you. Assigned content Ass- birth. That's, yeah, truly, that is <laughs> that is Belle. She is assigned content birth. It tried to hit the high, the high notes and hit every, like, major plot point, and then just completely disconnected in between them like it would it did not weave a thread between these things like and then it's just like it's like yes this second life world the virtual world hey kids would you like to see some abuse (laughs) yeah maybe we should have read the plot summary of this before going in because all i knew about this was it was beauty and the beast in a virtual world and i said hey i like beauty and the beast and i like anime Let's watch this, Kyle. (laughs) And one of the other really incredibly insane things is when they're like trying to find the live stream of this kid like singing the bell song that only he would know, him and the dragon would know. They're effectively on like Omegle looking through these videos and somehow out of the entire internet they're able to find this one child's little live stream like this kid is the age of a kid that's just like hey guys come here with my minecraft video like that's basically all the other videos that are going on and then it's just this one little kid sadly sadly singing sitting at a desk and like it's so it's just so insane 
It's truly, truly insane. And then she saves these two boys, and then what happens? Nothing. No follow-up. Nothing. She teleports back to her hometown. We get no closure on this. Nothing. We don't know anything that happens to the dad. We don't know anything that happens to the fucking kids. Nothing. They're just like, hey, she saved these abused kids. I guess, fuck them. We don't care. Anyway. Stop child abuse. That It's literally that. <laughs> so, I think it's pretty clear that we took some issues with this. And the thing is... Rendition of Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> I don't even think this is necessarily a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. It's certainly not a good movie. It's a bad adaptation of Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, that's that's a pretty fucking good explanation. There are so many things inspired by Beauty and the Beast out there. Um, some of them truly incredible, amazing art. Mm-hmm. And then you get shit like this, which only cashes in on a property you already know to sell tickets to a movie. Yeah, to, to make some money. Yeah. What did you think of the songs? She really only sang, like, three songs, and for the most part, I thought they were pretty fun and catchy. Um, We watched the dub, so the voice actress for Belle, I thought, did a pretty damn good job. I'm pretty sure she was the singing voice as well. Completely unknown. It's not like she was famous. No, I think most of the people that voiced in this were fairly unknown people. I mean, I, I don't know. I thought the, the music was fine. I, I didn't think it was bad. I mean, she wasn't doing the fucking indie girl voice, so. Thank God for that. How bad could it have been, you know? Let's do our ratings. On a scale from one to five, how would you rate the acting? It's like a three or four. It's not bad. I think it's like a four. I thought the voice acting was pretty good in this. On a scale from one to five, how would you rate the plot of oh this movie? Oh my God, like a one and a half. I'm giving it a one. There, I said it. The worst rating I've ever given anything within 200 and something episodes. It's a one. Guys, I'm dead fucking serious. The plot is a one star. (laughs) Okay, on a scale from one to five, how would you rate everything else? The animation, the songs, the score for the movie, anything else? I give it like a three or four. I give it like a three. I mean, animation was nice, but not the most incredible thing I've ever seen. No, it certainly didn't save it. And I thought that the character design for Belle was frankly lazy. Yeah, it could, they could have gone, you know, more with it. She was literally Pink Hatsune Miku, so... Yeah. Okay, overall rating, not good. Two or three. Yeah. Probably 2.5. Yeah, I agree. This just was not it for us. No. And the thing was, I remember seeing the posters for this in the movie theater for like months. Yes. And and looking at it and going, that looks cool. I want to see that. And it was on HBO Max, so we decided to finally watch it. And I kind of regret that. That is two hours. We'll never get back. Truly. All right, let's wrap up this episode with a weekly K-pop recommendation. I'm going to recommend Venom by Bandit. I'm going to recommend Phantom by Wavy. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. You can find Soulmates Podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Instagram at soulmatespodcast. There we have a link tree with links to all of our relevant accounts and Spotify, and that's where we put all our playlists. 
This program is available pretty much anywhere podcasts can be found iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. Wherever you're listening right now, make sure you subscribe, you like, you follow, because we are here every other Friday in your ear holes. For yeah. you. For you. For you, yeah. <laughs> we'll see you guys in two weeks. Also, uh, Kyle and I are going to be at Anime Milwaukee doing some panels. So if you are in the Midwest area, check it out. Bye. Deuces. <laughs>